Hi, it's Laura Lee. Andrea and I wanted to let you know that in the near future, we'll be doing a deep dive on the movie Where the Crawdads Sing. If you haven't seen the movie yet, now is your chance to get ready for this episode. If you've read the book or have watched the movie already, we'd love to have you join us. And if you want to get involved on a deeper level, email us your perspectives on this best-selling book and blockbuster movie, and we will add your comments to the show. Thanks for listening. I feel like we're kind of the same person, but just in different universes. Like if this is, yeah. I don't know if you, you know, like the multiverse yeah. of Marvel or whatever. Yeah. Look at my hands right now. <laughs> it looks like <laughs> T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Note for the audio. I'm laughing at myself in the video camera because it just looks like I have like t-rex hands anyway i'm sorry that was that is not going to be good podcast <laughs> oh it's staying it it's staying it hi i'm andrea and i'm laura lee a few months ago we met randomly and hit it off only to discover we had spent four years of our mid-20s together at the same university getting the same degree in the same exact class and never got to know each other since then we both have lived some life we changed cities got married had kids only to find ourselves once again in the same place at the same time for a second chance at friendship. We invite you to listen in as we explore how life can be better with friends. Let's get it started in here. Da, 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 da. I wish I knew what to sing, but I don't. That's I know who fine. that is, though. Who is it? Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. Andrea's version of Black Eyed Peas, because I don't think Black Eyed Peas sound anything like what just came out of my mouth. (laughs) Well, that was fun, though. I liked it. Mm. Oh, oh, I remember what else I was going to mention to you today. What? So, okay. So there's, you know, Wordle. Do you still play Wordle? Do you not have you let that slide? Still, hey? I kind of let it slide. I might miss a day or two, but yeah, I'm pretty good at that. Okay, Wordle, yes. Yeah, and then there's other ones I was playing Quartal for a while there, which was four Wordles you solve at the same time. Yeah. And then I've heard of other things. I've kind of stopped doing most of that stuff now. I stay with Homescapes. It's pathetic. Calming. But it's my go-to. Right. It's my go-to when I have a few minutes in line or whatever. Okay. But there's like the hurdles. Oh. Where oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's music related. You get one second of a song and you have to identify it. I don't even think you get a second. I think you get like a note. Okay. That's fair. It, it yeah. probably is a millisecond. Yeah. And we were playing it. Haley and I and Jane were playing it the other day when there was a hockey game on. So we were the only three left standing. And Haley likes to play the Taylor Swift ones. There's specific... Artist-specific ones that you can listen to. And she has a pretty good track record for that. And I was like, well, I don't think I could do that. But how about let's put on some 80s. See if I can identify 80s from a millisecond Mm. of sound. Okay, I wish I had it for you, but I don't. Just to see if you could (laughs) guess it. It was Hello by Lionel Richie. And I freaking got it. It, I I would get that in the first chord, for sure. Really? I don't. It was really <laughs> random because it wasn't his voice. It was just oh. a note. Yeah. At the beginning. And I don't really know what that sounds like. Like, it's not. 
not really there. Like it, I wasn't listening to a lot of Lionel Richie in my time. Okay. Phil Collins, maybe not Lionel Richie. Yeah. I was absolutely 100% stunned that it even came to me. You oh. know, I, sometimes I think we know more than we think we know. And well, then music, the music, one. yeah, music yeah. has a way of just sort of getting into your psyche and memories and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. I could see it if it was bands I listened to, but I really didn't listen to a whole lot of Lionel Richie. But you know that song. Yeah. You probably, even though you haven't purposefully, in- at, at, like, listened to a lot of Lionel Richie, that song is, yeah. like, pervasive in our growing I up guess. culture. I was freaking shocked. That's amazing. And then we went back to Taylor Swift. Th- then after a while, because you only get so many, and then you have to wait for the next day. So okay. Haley just went on her phone into her playlist and would just play, like, a quick little blip of something. And it was either Harry Styles or Taylor Swift. If I was given enough time, I could sing my way through the song to get to figure out what the name of the song was, but I don't know what any of the names of the songs are. So I was like, I don't know. Is it, is it this? And not really like, oh, is it the one about the, we can't have nice things? And she's like, we can't have nice things. (laughs) It was, yeah. Anyways. So if you're ever bored with someone, maybe Isaac, you should just do that. Just play seconds of music and see if you can guess what it was. It was very entertaining. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I've okay. I've done that one sporadically as well. But I get really mad if I don't get them. <laughs> I don't. I like it. It's just, it's just like, oh, Andrea, you should know that. But some of the songs that they do are really like, I've literally never heard of that song before. Yeah. Yeah, the second one from the, the 80s list, I don't know. I can't even remember what it was now. I I don't think it was on my radar at all. Okay. And then, speaking of music, we went yeah. to Olivia's grade 8 band concert and this how was past that? Wednesday. Yeah. Oh my word. I'm not sure whether Trainwreck or Dumpster Fire works better for this situation. Ooh. It was, it was painful... It was hilarious. Oh my word. It was a little sad at times, but yeah, we lived through it. There was a woman sitting in front of us just shaking with laughter. Just absolutely. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's funny. Uh, There, the first was a grade sevens. So technically because of COVID, there hasn't been a lot of band. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's grade sevens. And yeah. grade eights, and because of COVID, they're both on the same level because none of them yeah. had had previous experience. Right. There were two classes of each grade because there's that many people in band. Yeah. And out of their, like, not of their choice, but because they didn't offer choir this year. So it was a lot of the first four numbers, no, the first eight numbers were just absolutely painful how the long best was this part concert? well there was two songs by each group so there was two grade sevens two grade eights uh senior high two numbers per band and then there was a choral group in the senior high which was actually quite good okay and then a senior high band that was quite Okay, so I already said senior high band. There must have been something in between there because it, it was about an hour and a half. Oh, and as the night went on, things got better because people had more experience. And but you were being was... rewarded for your patience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but those first, that first half an hour, 
Oh, my word. Like it was, we were sitting up in a balcony. It was in an old church, beautiful old yeah. church. And we were sitting up in the balcony so no one could see us laughing. And <laughs> oh, man. I mean, not, not outwardly laughing, but it was just like, oh, my God goodness like sometimes it'd be okay and then there'd be like a clarinet squeak that would just like wow okay and people would be tapping their feet you know to keep time yeah but not the same time that the conductor was keeping it was oh you know what though you gotta start somewhere like i think about those kids who were on the stage just trying maybe they weren't trying their best but they were there (laughs) they were performing there's something to be said about the skill of of you know doing something you're not good at on a stage for people to watch like yeah (laughs) that yeah that takes that takes some uh cojones cojones is that the word that's the word okay yeah now to her credit the teacher was a conductor teacher was very complimentary, very optimistic, very positive about where they've come in five months. Yeah. And then, you know, it's like, yeah, okay, sure, five months. Yeah. I don't know whether the songs maybe were at a level that was just too, too much. Like if five I months think it was is a, not a lot of time to learn how to no. like play an instrument well. Exactly. And because she had to break each grade into two classes, I think her time was split in a way that yeah. maybe it wouldn't have if it was just one class. So yeah. there definitely were things there, but it was an entertaining evening. Yeah. Un, un, um, expectedly entertaining. <laughs> Unexpectedly entertaining. You know, I went th- to, through my share of bad Christmas concerts with when Isaac was younger in elementary school and I'm like do I have to stay for this whole thing like can I leave yeah. after my kid is done and my sister yeah. and brother-in-law were with me and she's like you have to stay for the whole thing you can't leave you have to stay yeah. but it was always funny because Isaac um even when he was younger they would be singing a song I have a actually a video a Facebook video of him I think he's he looks like about grade two or three or something and they are singing you got a friend in me by Toy Story Aww. And he's okay. the only one in his class and he's dancing. He's got like a little groove going on. He's trying to contain himself because he knows no one else is moving, but he's got like this little, this little wiggle that he's doing. Oh, it's so nice. cute. That's cute. And I will have to say that I did go to his uh, Christmas concert this past December and his ja- he's in jazz band grade 11 and they sound really good. So if you yeah. can get through the sucky years, eventually... They learn what they're doing, and it's actually yeah. an enjoyable thing. The only thing that's not enjoyable is the parent parking at the concerts. That was a what little bit of a long show. Yeah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah. And it's December, and you don't want to walk three blocks to the school, but there's literally no parking. Oh, so it was at the school. This one was at a yeah. church, and there was no, it was downtown. There was no parking for the church. Oh. So everyone had to find either street parking or parkade parking. Which was not horrible because actually we found yeah. a parking lot right across from the church. Couldn't have been oh. closer. It was only yeah. $3 or $2. It wasn't even like expensive. But yeah. we did kind of wonder. But then after, at the end of the concert, it was really, really congested. Kids yeah. were trying to find their parents and the foyer was tiny mm. in this really old Why church. didn't they have it at the school? I don't know. I think maybe the acoustics they thought the acoustics would be better. When I was a kid, granted, we didn't have many options, but our yeah, 
our band concerts were always in the gym. Yeah. And there was plenty of parking and lots of and seating honestly, and not a, a big deal. Yeah. Acoustics really shouldn't come into play if your quality of <laughs> content isn't yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, I mean, so, maybe yeah. they thought it was a nice idea. Maybe, I don't know, who knows. I suspect, but I also feel like they would have had to rent the building, right? It just seemed yeah. like it wasn't really worth it. Did you but have to pay for the concert? No, we didn't have to pay for the concert. Okay, yeah, so it would have come out of, the school would have had to pay for it. They would yeah. have been compensated. Anyway, yeah. weird. I have a concert on Friday. Friday or Saturday? I don't know. Friday or Saturday, I have a concert. Okay. At Center Street Church. It's free. Huh. But it's, t- it's free but ticketed because sometimes they have oh. too many people. Right. right. Yeah. Don't mean to disparage the the arts, but it was, I think just because we've had this experience where Olivia wasn't interested in doing it to begin with and she was sort of forced into it. Yeah. It was, it's become a bit more of a source of humor in our home. Mm, and she likes fair. to say how when she's doing percussion, she'll just play whatever it is she wants to play on the xylophone because nobody can hear her anyway and yeah. she just whatever so we were waiting for this like, performance and she yeah. didn't give it to us she oh. totally went serious and just played the notes she was supposed to play or something oh I don't okay know. she didn't or kept go. it she less didn't, she didn't vibrant. freestyle it yeah no and i was totally looking forward to that there was though the other grade eight band i guess when they split the two bands something I don't know. They maybe they split the bands before they had all picked their instruments, which doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. But something mm. happened, and Olivia's band had four or five percussion people, and the other grade eight band had two. So there was oh. on the other grade eight band concert portion, there was one person on the set, and then there was another person playing all the accessory instruments, and he was running. He would run over here and hit something on the timpani, and then he'd run over here and he'd hit yeah. something on a triangle, and then he'd go over here and hit the cymbals. It's like just bring them together, dude. Like, yeah, you're getting far too much exercise. But he was so <laughs> entertaining. Everyone yeah. was just talking, like, "Look at that guy go!" I can't. That's I'm not even great. watching my own kid. He's so entertaining. And that honestly, God bless band teachers who are trying to teach you know, grade sevens, how to play an instrument for the first time. I don't know Uh, how they do that. And the thing is a lot of, a lot of like music programs are getting cut, right? Because of budget things and stuff like that. So the fact that there's even the ability and the opportunity to, to learn how to play an instrument, I think is really great. Yeah. Well, now I feel like a schmuck, but that's okay. No, 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 no. Both can be true. Okay. Both can be true. You can also have, you know, junior high band concerts are really sucky. And also I'm really glad that they have the opportunity to play. Like you, both of those things can happen at the same time. Okay. Thanks. (laughs) Yes. Oh Oh, my goodness. You have, we got some listener feedback. We got a listener comment. All right. Let's see here. Okay. So. Our lovely listener, lovely loyal listener, Lisa. Oh, she's getting a lovely. We didn't have that much alliteration before. No, now it's lovely loyal listener, Lisa. Wow. Yeah. yeah. She says, hi, ladies. I have a question for you along with your dream theme. Have you ever oh. had someone visit you in a dream that has passed away? I have not. Not that I can remember. I have dreamt about people who've passed away. Like I've dreamt about my mother. Okay. And it's been a warm 
cozy feeling yeah. kind of dream. So that's kind of like her visiting you. But it's not like my mom came to me in my dream and she said, you got to check this place out. It's amazing <laughs> over here. Or I'm so proud of you. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it hasn't had a meaningful visit kind of a right. flavor to it. It's just okay. been, she's been in my dream, oh, which okay. has been cool. With, I don't you think know. I ever dreamt about my mom. I used to think that I saw her like in person, like at a bus Ooh. stop or something like that. I'd be like, oh, there's mom. And, but of course it's no, it wasn't. <laughs> That'd be disappointing. Yeah. That happened. That happened earlier on when she yeah. got sick. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Like when I was 13 or 14. Yeah. I think I'd see her. Yeah. But no. Huh. Yeah. I think my dreams of my mom happened more so right after she passed. Mm. Or because she had dementia and she wasn't really herself for a few years before yeah. she passed, I would have dreams of her being her regular self. Oh. And then waking up feeling wistful that that's not going to yeah. happen anymore. Oh, that's heartbreaking. <sighs> yeah. Wow. I had I found a couple of years ago I found out that my first like serious boyfriend that I had in university had died. That mm. was a that was a weird that was a weird you know couple it took me quite a while to get over that cuz even though we hadn't spoken in like 10 years, 12, 15 years or something. Um I was like, "Oh, like he was a really big part of my life." And yeah. now he's not alive anymore. Like it was just, I don't know. Death is, death is weird and complicated and unexpected most of the time. And then you get all these feelings that come up with it that you don't really know what to do with. And yeah, yeah. it's rough. Yeah. So, but I, I didn't have a dream about him. I've had dreams about him, but not after, not since I've known that he's passed away. He's not trying to contact you to get back he's together not in to, some no, kind of... He's not trying to contact me from beyond. Supernatural <laughs> way. No. Now I want that, though. <laughs> I want I want to have a dream about my mom, please. Can oh, I make that happen? I thought, you, I thought you wanted to date him in a supernatural way. And I was like, no. I don't think that's going to happen, Andrea. I uh, think that, that's no. Weird. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> no, I would like to somehow will myself to have a dream about my mom. That would be nice. Mm. I would like that. What were you going to say? I think I was going to say two things. The one way that I deal about with my mom's death, because sometimes, most of the time, I'm I'm okay with it in that she was suffering and couldn't right. probably tell us that she was suffering. So I'm happy she's at peace. And my dad has managed very well through this. I think if he was doing a lot worse than maybe... I'd be more heartbroken that my mom was It would gone, add to but, the grief. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I still miss her like crazy, but it's only sometimes when I think about, oh, she would have loved this or she would have mm. loved to have seen the kids do this, whatever, that I get kind of melancholy about yeah. it. But the way that I deal with it and there's like no basis in, like I don't think this is actually, um, I don't think it's harmful, but I don't think it's really productive, is I talk to her sometimes. Okay. And just kind of pretend, you know, yeah, that we're having a conversation. And I, I know she can't necessarily hear me or the message is not getting through. But somehow yeah. it it helps me to deal with the grief a little bit more. Just I kind of don't think that's pretending. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Thanks, that man. Do lovely. Yeah. And then back to your you'd like to dream about your mom 
Haley yeah. and I have been talking a lot about this lucid dreaming. Stuff. Isaac have talks you... about that all the time. It was funny because <laughs> I was listening to Ologies, which is a podcast about very specific things. Like if you think of biology, well, that's, you know, your human body or actually life, I guess, is more what it is. Yeah. So it's all these different kinds of ologies. They do vampires. Oh, they do vampire turtles. They do bugs. <laughs> they do like different wow. kind of bugs. Like very, very specific things. That sounds like it would take a lot of preparation. I'm glad we don't do that. Yeah. Well, she, <laughs> the host talks to an expert, but she asks such intelligent oh, okay. questions. She must yeah. do a ton of research. Yeah. Anyways, this one expert was talking about sleep in particular and he was okay. talking about lucid dreams and what you can do to sort of generate a lucid dream and then the next one of the next ones I listened to was about dreams and there was a guy in there who was uh he's been doing this for a while he was quite elderly sounding and okay. he was like yeah I don't really think lucid dreams are actually a thing like I mean I've heard people talk about them but there's really no <laughs> basis of proof in that I, I don't really know how that can be quantified I feel like the only person who's done a study used himself as a subject and that's probably <laughs> not scientific uh, so it's just funny hearing uh, this one person like okay this is what you have to do to have a lucid dream this is what you need to do these are the things you need to yeah to kind of train yourself to think about when you're awake yeah. so that it happens when you're sleeping and then this other guy's just yeah it's a bunch of crap <laughs> wow enjoyable enjoyable getting both sides yeah <sighs> so. yeah did she have anything else to say uh she did she sent us a lovely youtube video about i'm being eaten by a boa constrictor jamming oh. with you kids songs and nursery rhymes okay have so you, have you heard of it no so it would be not a mature content thing it would not be a nightmarish thing no if it no, was based on fun. kid stuff Okay, so not uh, not fact-based, maybe? Well, it should be fact-based, well, but probably not graphic, know. though. <laughs> yeah. She okay. just wanted to confirm boa constrictors do eat people, and the only leviathan she is aware of is a crazy roller coaster ride at Canada's Wonderland in Toronto. But now oh. the name makes sense to me. It's like a big snake. And then oh. she says, I'm glad you had fun at my birthday parties, Lore. <laughs> So there you have it. Well, that's good. It's good. It's good at getting feedback because it's like, oh, yeah, people listen and they have comments and it's wonderful to get that feedback from people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And now I have something else I need feedback on. Do you mind if okay. I get into this one? I don't know. Okay. So <laughs> tell me what it is first. <laughs> okay. While the Rells were here at Christmas, my sister-in-law made divine cinnamon buns. Right. I got the recipe from her. Okay. And I attempted to make them yesterday. I have not had great experience with cinnamon buns, okay. but I had great kolache experience. So I thought maybe, maybe and, things are turning around. Okay. Because it's potato water. That's the trick, right? Right. Okay. Right. When she made them here, she kept saying, ah, oh, they're not rising. Like they should be rising more than this. That's, I don't know what's going on. Like the, whatever. They turned out absolutely perfectly for her. So obviously it wasn't an issue that they hadn't risen as much as she was expecting yeah so before i made them i thought okay i'll check and see what to do for high altitude because we figured oh. that was probably the issue right because winnipeg is at 764 feet elevation and calgary i wrote this down is at 3435 feet oh so that's quite a difference yeah yeah okay i did some 
Googling and they said you should actually reduce the amount of yeast by about a quarter. I didn't do it by a quarter. That seemed crazy, mm-hmm. like, lot yeah. to me. So I figured it was about five teaspoons. I did, or six teaspoons it was supposed to be. I did five, I think. So I just did a little bit less okay. to see what that would work out to yeah. be. And then some of the information I was reading said you need to crank up your temperature about 25, 25 degrees oh. and then reduce your cooking time. I didn't do that. I didn't want to do too many different things. Right. You got to you gotta isolate the... Yeah. Yeah. So they turned out okay. They rose like the Dickens. Okay. You were supposed to give them an hour and a half to rise. Well, in the first 15 minutes, they had doubled in size. Oh, my goodness. The, the dough had doubled in size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I had also read that for high altitude, it's good if you punch it down and let it rise again, okay. which I don't think she did when she was here. So I punched it down and I let it rise. And again, half an hour later, it was like coming out of the container. I was like, wow. okay, we're okay here. And then I made the buns and left them. They're supposed to sit for an hour to rise again once they've been rolled up and they rose like crazy again i was like well this is gonna be perfect and then when i baked them i think i had to give them more time they didn't look like they were getting golden and oh. so maybe the cranking up the temperature and reducing the time would have been better okay i don't know i don't like my baking to look pale and pasty when it comes out of the oven no. i just feel like what what if it's doughy right yeah and hers were rather pale but they were perfect okay so I waited until mine got a little kiss of goldenness. Yeah. And they're quite edible. Like, they're very good, but okay. they're not nearly as light and fluffy and gooey as hers were. Huh. So my listener plea is yeah. if you live somewhere at a similar elevation and you make fantastic cinnamon buns or do a lot of baking yeah. with leavened products, yeah, let me know. So you might live in Denver, Guadalajara, Provo, Salt Lake City, San Jose, Costa Rica. One of those places has very similar elevations to Calgary. If you are one of those really? people, let me know. You just you just did shout outs to cities. I wasn't expecting that little geography <laughs> lesson. <laughs> I have no idea where Provo is, though. It's in the state somewhere. Oh, I don't know where it is. But I just looked up cities with a similar elevation to Calgary. Okay. And it came up. Well, that's cool. So you did punch it down again, though, right? Yeah. So I'm wondering if you didn't, maybe you didn't punch it down again, if that would have been. But then it rose right again. Like it's, uh... I don't know. There's got to be some kind of, there's got to be some kind of magic. I don't get it. And even the articles I was reading, there was so much science in it. Like the protein and the flour oh. needs to have more structure. And blah, blah. I'm like, oh my gosh, just tell me what to do. When I, when I cook and bake, if anything has more than six ingredients, I turn the page. Like I'm not making it if it's got like. And spices don't count, but I'm talking like, and, and direct, if you got like three pages of directions, I'm just not interested. I'm not going to make it. I'm sorry. I'm just going to go well, buy this it was, somewhere. I think this still falls within your criteria. There was really? one page. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And not that many ingredients. I do wonder though, if I used the kolacha dough that I used for my mom's yeah. recipe. Kolacha. Yeah. Because it's a sweet dough. It probably is the same thing. I wonder if that wouldn't work better because that turned out really nice and I didn't adjust anything. I just did it the way the recipe said. Okay. Or Becky's recipe for the cinnamon buns called for 10 cups of flour. Yeah. And my mixer does not have the capacity to do that. So at a certain point, I had to hand knead it. Right. 
And maybe if I just cut that recipe in half, it would be more manageable. That's what I was... Yeah. Hmm. And it makes a lot of cinnamon buns. And then I... Uh, so there's the family at church who um, recently, recently experienced some loss. And there's a meal train for them. So I brought them along with their meal, some of these cinnamon buns. And then I would kind of been panicking all evening because I was like, I didn't even taste them. I don't even know if they're <laughs> any good. I just gave them to them. Sometimes it's the, it really is the thought that counts and the thought and the effort that counts. I hope you so. Know? They, I mean, they're edible. They're, they're not the worst cinnamon bun I've ever had. Okay. They're just not like hers. Oh, hers they're so, so good. good. There's something also lovely about not having to put the work into something and just have it presented to you on a platter and then you, you mm. maybe you enjoy it more. Maybe you're like me would be a little resentful of all the work that went into it. <laughs> mm. I don't, no, it's just they actually weren't all that bad. Like Okay. It I've been intimidated by it because my dough doesn't usually turn out nice, but okay. it's actually not that bad of a process. Okay. Yeah. I've actually never made cinnamon buns. Oh, I made them once with a friend. I went over to her house and we made cinnamon buns together, but I d I've never made them on my own. Maybe that will be one of my 50 things that I do this year. Ooh. I was thinking that maybe I should come up with a list of 50 things that I've never done before I'm 50. That's perfect. I love that. But others like 50. I'm like, maybe I can come up with 10. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, they don't all have 50 to be seems like a lot. huge, right? They, some of them could be more simple, like a book that you've always wanted to read that you haven't read or, you know. Yeah. Or make cinnamon buns. Or, that doesn't yeah. seem like so bad. Yeah. So maybe, maybe I will, oh, I love this. maybe my homework for this week will be coming up with a list of things that I think I would, pushing myself slightly out of my comfort zone, but not too much out of my comfort zone, because I couldn't, couldn't I be arsed, as my Scottish <laughs> friend would say. <laughs> I love it. And then so. one of the other things on your homework list is to watch Where the Crawdads Sing Again. Yes, it is. Because one of our future episodes is going to be a deep dive on that movie yeah and book if you like we'll probably go back and forth a little bit although it's been a while since i've read the book i may not it's been a while since i read the book too but yeah we could reference it and stuff yeah just to mix up the format of the podcast a little bit and see yeah. what kind of response we get but also you know something a little bit different to do yeah, yeah. plus we meant to watch that together and it never really happened so unless you it's wanted true. to come over and watch it today you can try one of my cinnamon buns I could, and then I could give a real-time review. Yeah. I will do a voice note review of it. <laughs> um, did we just spontaneously make plans? Like, that rarely happens. Wait, I know. There you go. We're crazy people. That is crazy. I feel like Jaden could watch that, right? Like, he'll be home, and he'll probably want to hang out, because otherwise he'll be bored to tears. So, yeah. I feel like I mean, the movie might that. bore him. The movie might bore him. It's, but I mean, there's one or two scenes but, where it's a little adult. Yeah. But I think, but not not extreme adult. Yeah, I think he's he's able to handle. I'm sure he's seen worse in other things. Well, maybe not. Yeah, maybe not worse. I mean, there's some really abuse type stuff happening in there, but we can just close his eyes. How old is he? Ten. Well, you could always look online to see what other reviewers have thought about children watching that movie. He's watched Grey's Anatomy with us. Oh, then he's fine. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I'm like, there's, yeah, no, I think that'd be okay. 
Oh, gosh. So I have a question for you. Okay, so this COVID pandemic, I think technically we're still in a pandemic. Like, I don't think anyone has said we're not in a pandemic anymore, but we're pretty much living back to normal, except for I have to wear a mask every time I go into the hospital for work. Mm. I don't enjoy that. Right. Which actually is just sort of common sense, I feel like. I think so, too. Yes. Probably should have been happening sooner. Right. If you're sick and you're going into another place with a lot of people who are sick. The only reason I don't like it is because I get really, really hot underneath my mask. And by the time I'm done my meeting or whatever, I'm sweaty and moist. Yeah. <laughs> like I've got sweat <laughs> under. It's just not cool. And I've, I'm starting to get a breakout on my cheeks here, which I don't know if it's age related oh. or if it's mask related. But but I understand that wearing a mask in a hospital is okay. Are there any good things that happened during the pandemic? Well, you moved. You guys moved in the middle of it, didn't you? Yeah. And we actually think that was a great thing. Yeah. So if there's ever another, if you're thinking of moving (laughs) and you can wait until the next pandemic, (laughs) do it. Well, because the kids had already sort of withdrawn from a number of activities and friends. Like not, it's not like they... Well, Haley may have withdrawn completely from some friends, but she was having some issues anyway, so whatever. Yeah. It gave her a good break and a and a good, you know what? I've been on my own for a year now. Even if we move somewhere else and I don't make friends right away, it's not going to be any different than yeah. what I've been doing. Yeah. So that was perspective there was okay. I feel like even though the younger two still had really close friends because they weren't seeing them all the time and they were seeing them through video when they were right it made it a little easier to transition to another city yeah yeah and friends of ours from niverville are now moving to calgary oh this summer a very similar situation to what what we had um the fellow is getting a job out here and the kids are gonna stay in manitoba until they finish school and then the kids and the wife will move out and join him here just very similar to what we did they're looking to put their kids in the same school that ours are in but now there's waiting lists for the classes or for the grades really so they're not sure where they're going to get in Mm -hmm. whereas for us because people were still a lot of people were online there was no worries about whether they'd be there'd be room for them yeah so that was nice yeah and for me I mean I wasn't working because of the pandemic okay so I didn't have to worry about finding a job right or quitting my job anyways yeah that was not an issue yeah so for us it was okay yeah but did you know that Joe Biden actually did proclaim that COVID was over in September I didn't know that yeah so what about the World Health Organization? Because aren't they like the... Yeah, I guess he didn't He didn't check in with them. He just said in the United <laughs> States, COVID is over. We're done. Wow. We're done. We're moving on. <sighs> well, like what are the restrictions still? It's pretty much masks in hospital rooms, right? Yeah. Or not hospital rooms, hospitals. My GP doesn't require it anymore. Yeah. My dentist doesn't require... I always thought that was silly though, because hello... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're in my mouth. Know of anything? Even for school, they don't. You don't have to say that 
they have COVID or, you know, show a test or whatever. Right. Sometimes we still will. Yeah. My sister and brother-in-law just got COVID over the last couple of weeks. Oh, wow. Their first time yeah. they've been, uh, we thought they were going to escape unscathed because they have been very conservative with doing absolutely everything recommended to protect themselves. Right. And, you know, they probably don't even know how they got it. But it's hit them really hard, mm. despite the fact they've been vaccinated and, you know, yeah. what have you. Yeah, it's still... It's still around. Obviously exists. It's, yeah. yeah. And and there's still hospitals that have outbreaks of them. So that's still happening. I have not had COVID yet that I know of. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been super... I mean, I follow the rules, but I'm not super vigilant i'm not that that's a better word for it yes thank you yeah but i haven't really been sick either like i haven't had a sore throat or, or cough or like i haven't i have been the healthiest i have ever been in the last three years or four years wow i haven't had a cold i you know haven't had the flu wow so i don't know what's going on get immunity Good i guess you well yeah it's not a braggy thing and it's your just... kid is not in grade school I mean, that, he is, but he's in a higher grade school. Yeah. And he's kind of a loner, so he doesn't really interact with other people either. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yay. You've got a, a good buffer about you then. Yes, exactly. Uh, no, I think, I think during COVID, what I learned for myself is that I'm okay being by myself. <laughs> like, yeah. I probably like it a little bit too much sometimes. I think I have to force myself into like you know, social interactions and stuff like that. But, you know, if I'm, I'm quite content staying at home by myself, if I, ha you know. I really feel the same way that I, I have no problem being at home for long periods of time. And it's okay if I, yeah. the only time I go out is to walk the dog. That's, yeah, that's okay. But I, I think I found out during COVID that I wasn't as much, of a homebody as I would have mm. thought. There were times where it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, I just want to see my friends. Mm. Yeah. Not on a screen. Right. It's just not quite the same yeah. experience. No, and even true. though we did try really hard, it just, it was just nice to be able to be back in people's homes and yeah. back in church and yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Although going to church in your living room in your pajamas has been having... Ritz crackers and coffee, whatever kind of juice you have <laughs> as your communion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. <laughs> and, and coloring in an adult coloring book during the sermon. I mean, that's, that's pretty that's, sweet. Yeah, it's a, it's a sweet deal. That's for sure. Speaking of meeting, um, in each, like meeting friends, like in real person, in real person, in real life. That's in real life. Meant. Sorry. I actually have recently reconnected with a friend of mine that um we had a falling out about eight or nine years ago oh wow and where it was just we were both going through really hard times like i was i was i had a bout of depression that i was being medicated for and she was having some life stuff and so we both had a lot of stuff going on and i think it, it just got too much for her and she just basically said i can't do this anymore and she kind of ghosted me oh. <laughs> so it was kind of like oh okay that's unfortunate yeah but recently we've reconnected again and it's been really nice. Oh, so yeah. So And she lives in Calgary? Yeah, she does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's been nice and I think for me 
even in boyfriend-girlfriend relationships, I never want to burn any bridges. There's some guys that I would, I couldn't care less if I ever see them again. But for the most part, people that I've, guys that I've dated, I would still consider them friends to some point, you know? So not totally having a hard, um, yeah, like it does, you don't need to burn bridges. So even though our friendship was kind of like we... We didn't talk to each other for eight years, but I went over to her place yesterday and it was, it was a wonderful little visit. We just sort of picked Aww. up, not necessarily where we left off, but you know, just continue. Somewhere better. I guess you just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some people I think you just have a vibe with, you know, yeah. like I think me and you have a vibe, like we can totally banter back and forth and yeah. Yeah. It feels like we've known each other for much longer than we have. Yes. Because I think we have, like we're kind of, we have... <laughs> I feel like we're, I feel like we're kind of the same person, but just in different universes. Like if this is, yeah. I don't know if you, you know, like the multiverse yeah. of Marvel or whatever. Yeah. Look at my hands right now. <laughs> it looks like <laughs> T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, note for the audio. I'm laughing at myself in the video camera because it just looks like I have like t-rex hands anyway i'm sorry that was that is not going to be good podcast content oh it's right staying there. in it's staying in oh my gosh send us your yeah. anyway your t-rex videos at our instagram yeah, exactly. page exactly andrea being a t-rex listeners could send in videos of themselves you could do a collage on instagram i can't because i can oh, barely that would be fantastic figure out anything in instagram okay you just video you just send your video to me and i'll do it yeah like I'll, I'll incorporate it in something. Anyways, what I was saying is that I think in a multiverse situation, we could have been the same person, but in different universes, because yeah. I think we're similar enough that there's enough commonality, but being in different worlds with different experiences changed us slightly. Like, you know how they say you, if a ship yeah. is off by one degree in there, in there, they'll end up way, way, way off course. So I think something like that could have happened. Maybe. That's beautiful. I love that analogy. Well, <laughs> good times. All right. So am I coming over tonight for to watch a movie? You sure could. You sure could. Sounds good. Yeah. Cool. Episode 41 is in the can. In the can. That sounds like it's in the toilet. I don't know. Oh. English. Yeah, that's not what I meant. I know. That's the total right <laughs> thing to say. But I feel like when I was a kid, we would talk about going to the can. That was our... Yeah. That was the... That was 80 speak for going to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but it also means when a film is done production, yeah. they put it in a yeah. film canister. They sure And do. then it's ready. They sh- but... <laughs> okay, next week, it's going to be sayings that have not aged well. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> okay. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and that it sparks new conversations with friends in your life. Please follow and subscribe to Better With Friends wherever you listen to podcasts and tell your friends too. We'd appreciate a five-star rating and a nice review. We are on Instagram at betterwithfriends.pod and you can email us at betterwithfriends@outlook.com. We would really love to connect with you. Until next time, bye.